Hello and welcome to Blogging Business Owner Podcast. This is your co-host Anna. And this is your co-host Chaitanya. Today we're going to be talking about marketing your content with social media. But before we begin, we want to give a disclaimer that some of the links that we'll be sharing are affiliate links. And so if you want to help the channel out, please use the affiliate link. And that means that the show will get a bit of the revenue without any extra cost to you. Do you know what's the best way to promote your blog online? It's trendy and it's free. Social media. That's right. Social media like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever you name it. Yeah, thank you. Social media is a way to promote your content. And with Blogging Business Owner, that was almost an afterthought. We really thought about the titles and different ideas as far as blog posts and what would go on the website. But social media was a way that we found we could attract and connect with potential future customers. And in this day and age, a lot of people are using social media to market their content. So in today's session, we want to talk a little bit more about how you can make sure that your content is ranking. I love what Jay Bauer said. He said, content is fire and social media is gasoline. So organic reach is one of the best reaches because it means that people have found you because your content was really, really great. However, most people don't rank unless they have a ton of content and have gone through the avenues of SEO with whatever search engine optimization with their platform of preference. So that's a long-term game. But in the short term, you can drive traffic to your blog by using social media. Promoting high quality content is one of the best ways to have your niche down and learn about your uh, intended audience. You have an opportunity to publish on social media platforms where you can engage and learn from clicks, shares, and likes. By posting your content on social media, you can engage with your readers and give them a good experience, a good brand experience while promoting your content. Well, that being said, it can be really tricky to promote your content on social media, especially because there's so many platforms and every platform is unique. There is a skill behind adapting your content for it to be a native source to that social media outlet. So you might be wondering, what's a social media marketing strategy How does social media support content marketing? And is social media effective for marketing? Well, it is. It is all those things, but it can be tricky. So we hope that it gets a little bit easier for you after listening to this podcast. And you can always go back and and read the notes and even the blog post as well. So social media and content marketing are a powerful mix. You can strategically reach your audience by promoting your content and making sure that it is being shared and it's liked and people are commenting on it. You can expand your community and also nurture the current community that you have. Bring brand awareness to your website by promoting it on social media. So what is a social media marketing strategy? Social media marketing is uh, marketing through the internet that includes Uh, creating and sharing your content on social media to achieve your marketing and branding goals. Right. And now that a lot of social media, some of the features are only available on mobile, like Twitter fleets, those you can only see them on mobile, then making sure that you have a good social media mix so that you understand what are the features that people have available to them on their PC versus their mobile. So it is tricky in that way in that you have to understand each platform and interact with people and the platform in a way that is going to be pushed out. And a lot more people are using social media through their phones. So making sure that your content is adaptable to a phone. Now, I know that's easy easy to do because the platform will adapt it for you, but more so, I mean something that is going to be easy for people to navigate through their finger 
tips, which is usually the way they're going to be navigating it. And also through alt text and through other accessibility avenues so that everybody has access to your content. If you choose to not promote your business through social media marketing, be aware that your competitors are probably out there making the most of their own social media pages. More importantly, your customers are also out there on the social media engaging in rich social media conversations on these platforms, but probably with your competitors. Right. So that's the main reason that you want to get, well, one of the reasons that you want to get on social media is because, you know, if you're not on a platform, well, your competitor is on that platform and they will be targeting that customer that you both share, right? The one that you're competing for. So that's why it's really crucial that you are on social media. Most people say start with one platform and that's the advice that we're going to give you today too. But I scaled up pretty quickly with Blogging Business Owner. We started on multiple platforms and then scaled up even more. And while scaling up, we kind of found our voice on each of the platforms and we continue to do so because features change all the time and new features are introduced such as Instagram Reels that was introduced about six months ago and continues to be pushed. So being on a platform does mean that you are able to attract uh, new customers and that people are able to find you on that platform, which is huge. Uh, Some people prefer one platform over the other. And so making sure that you become comfortable with promoting your content on social media is essential. Here, you might be wondering, like, what are some ways that I can uh, market my content through social media? There's a couple ways. One of them are direct messaging, which are also called DMs. So you can directly reach out to like your community and exchange direct messages and build further trust. Also, you can find people that are part of an organization and maybe someone that you want to do a sponsorship or some type of campaign for, and you can market your business to them so that hopefully you guys can spark up some type of brand deal. The next one is affiliates. Uh, You can promote your affiliates on social media. It's heavily based on the affiliate and if they allow you to do that. Rumor has it that Instagram is going to let you, is going to build in a feature into its platform for affiliates. And so that's a really great advantage for affiliate marketers like us. Next is video. Video is right now, that's one of the highest grossing mediums. A lot of platforms are encouraging content creators to make content in video form. That's where you get reels that are up to 60 seconds in length, Uh, Snapchat, which is 11 seconds in length, Twitter fleets, and tons more. Yeah, and YouTube shorts, which are not fully integrated into the US, but are slowly making their way in. You can also use pictures and images. Uh, Some of the best images or pictures are those that teach. So making like an infographic or putting down your ideas on a slide or several slides is also a great way to push your content out. And last but not least, promoting your content. So you can actually go on tons of these platforms and pay for your content to be pushed out to a lot uh, to many more users. And that way you get more eyes on that content. Um, I've bought a service in the past uh, just because it was marketed on Instagram and I thought it was really great. I was looking for that content and or for that service um, and I didn't really know who like where to buy it from because it was so unique Uh, but somebody was doing a promote or promoting it on on Instagram and I was able to to buy it on the spot. So now that we know that we want to use social social media marketing as a strategy to promote our blog and our affiliates, what makes social media such an uh, effective marketing tool to promote our blog and affiliate? One of the top reasons that it is effective is that it's free. It's cost effective. Right, yeah. The barrier of entry is super low because 
social media doesn't cost anything to start of course you can always scale right you can always like we were talking about promotionals or promotions you could always like start a campaign and pay for ads so you can choose to pay but you don't have to essentially it is free connecting connection and reach you get to keep on talking uh, to your community through social media if that is their individual preference, then you're still holding a connection with them. And you're also able to attract a new potential customer. Mm-hmm. At this, at the time of the recording, uh, that's where Blogging Business Owner is. We're at the growth stage. And so at this point, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow our circle, our community, and find the people who are interested in the content of blogging business owner and for us to evolve and shape in a brand's voice. We do have a presence and now it's time to shape it and to make a following. Also, you want to join the crowd, which means that most of your customers are also there. According to recent research, there are indications that 95% of Online adults aged from 18 to 34 are likely to follow a brand on social media. When users generally follow brands and engage with their social media profiles, they find value in these social media campaigns that are being promoted on those profiles. Whether they are looking for deals, enjoying entertaining content, or just want to learn more about the brand, social media users are more open to engaging with the brands on these channels. Social media is also a unifying experience. It's so easy to share what you love on social media, to like it, to comment on it, and to follow. I love being able to share simply. I don't really like the idea of downloading and then uploading and then sending through a message and multiple, it's just, it's too intricate. I love the idea of just clicking share, adding the person that I wanna share it with, and then laughing or connecting about it at a different time or maybe in that same thread. So I love the way that social media makes this so easy and it's a, it gives us topics to talk about with friends and with family. There's eight critical elements of, of a social media content plan. The first of these, this is cyclical. You need to be aware of the time of the year. For example, holidays. So think about where your audience is at and what holidays are celebrated in that area. Most people would say that their core audience is in the United States. So being aware of U.S. dates and holidays is super important. The other part are special events such as the Super Bowl or any other event that is almost national or to whatever your target audience is. Maybe your target audience is your neighborhood or your community around you uh, geographically. So you would want to know when you can push out content and when it's better to promote or to make a sale. Now, The other part of this is also when was the last time that you did a promotion that was similar to the one that you're planning on doing? If you have the same customers, you might not be as successful as the first time because the content or whatever you're selling is fairly similar to something that they just bought. This is why it's important to always have new customers and also to time when you're doing these promotions. People don't want to buy the same thing twice in a short period of time. Another essential element of your social media content plan is accounting for demographics. The demographics of your audience is very essential in terms of where they live and their time zones. For example, Your target audience could live in California, but you live in Portugal. Your posting schedule will definitely look different based on the times your audience is active on social media. You may also want to consider looking into holidays and whether those are special events where uh, you might have more sales or that's when you want to promote your content more. Think about the branding. Now, I know that branding is what people make out of it and not so much what you do, but there are ways that you can promote or that you can shape that branding. So for example, one of those ways is your color scheme. 
Your color scheme may change throughout the year. Like for example, during Christmas, you might be using more greens and more reds, while other parts of the year, like spring, you might be using more pinks and more soft than yellows. So it's all overall, it's the branding of it. So maybe you lean more towards pastels or maybe you lean more towards neons. So think about the way that you are promoting your brand uh, out in social media. This could also be done through the hashtags that you use and the formatting. So you might be more towards using a ton of hashtags, less hashtags, um, doing long captions, short captions, even the way that you put the overlays on your social media content images or videos is a way that you are promoting your brand voice. So think about how you want to be perceived. Do you want to be more formal, more casual? Do you abide by grammatical rules? Maybe you don't. And that's the way that, you know, you're using more maybe emojis or using uh, less graphics, more words. These are all things that you want to take into consideration when you're thinking about your brand and how you're going to be pushing it out. You also want to be mindful about how your audience actually uses the social media. You need to tailor your plan to your audience by considering how your audience actually uses your social media, which means like you will wa- you will need to monitor things like do your customers respond to your videos more uh, or tune into your live streams more or do they f- or have you found out that they respond to long form content more. So you need to be mindful of these things. And depending on that, you may want to promote your social media in such a way that you tailor it to the preference of your actual audience. There might be a case where you find out that your audience has a mix of different preferences for uh, maybe like video and live streams. In that case, You need to plan and integrate that type of content in your strategy. I have different preferences for different content creators. For me, I I really do have different preferences. I can think of one creator where she talks about legal commentary. That's her. That's what she does. I love her lives uh, and I love her. I love her lives. That's what I love. I love it when she sticks to whatever legal stuff she's talking about and there is no innuendos or personal anecdotes that go into it. I mean, I love storytelling. I love it when she does storytelling, but when it's sprinkled into the conversation and I don't know enough background about it and I'm kind of like lost in the joke, not really much into that. And so... I know that she knows this because I think a lot of her audience members tell her the same thing. Uh, So she's kind of shifted more into specializing in what she does and niching down. There's other ones, other content creators where I love their long form content. And sometimes it's something like just vlogs where they're going around their house and you see kids and you see animals and they're training their pet to do some type of thing and it's super long. I also really love that content and I wouldn't expect them to talk about anything that is specialty related, even though, you know, they do have that content in their, in their content mix. So I tend to get picky too with, with content creators and kind of what they push out. So making sure that you understand your branding and what people are expecting from you are super important. Chaitanya, do you have any experiences of where you have preferences with content on social media? Well, uh, to be honest, I don't engage with social media that much, but I am usually like if I am on any type of social media, it will be like Reddit. So which is mostly like text based content or I follow a few like gaming uh, streamers, so it's usually on Twitch. Another critical element of your social media plan is to look for analytics. 
Marketing is done to actually reach out to your audience. In this case, you need to know whether your strategies are actually working or not. Tracking analytics will give you the information you need to adjust your social media strategy according to the numbers that you're getting in your analytics. The analytics that I'm talking about is not just restricted to the web traffic that that your website gets. There are more ways to track social media marketing analytics. Some of the ways are the social media platforms have native analytics tools like Facebook and Twitter have their own analytics tools that you could look at and get data from. There are social media management platforms such as Later and Recurpost that provide analytics too. So if you are using them for scheduling stuff, uh, you will get some analytics there about engagement and conversions and stuff like that. There's web analytics tools like Google Analytics and there's dedicated social media measurement platforms that you could use to get more analytics about your entire business. Hey, it's Anna, and the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. I look at images online and I see a person who tried everything on the earth to add supporting content to their blog and social media. What I didn't know was that poor quality images damaged the brand deeper than a left swipe. Ivory Mix is a one stop for all of your stock photo needs that truly works for your business. I've used Ivory Mix every day since starting my blog. Go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash Ivory Mix. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash I-V-O-R-Y-M-I-X. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash Ivory Mix. Yeah, thank you for prefacing that. Uh, As we speak, Instagram has rolled out a new analytics tool, which you will see if you're on a business account. If you go to your profile and you look at the top, it could be missed. It's just one line. It's I think it's in blue writing and it talks about your analytics. It was just rolled out and it has been so helpful to track things like engagement, likes, comments. My audience is not big enough yet to have all of the benefits of that feature, uh, but I think more and more platforms are realizing how important these analytics are and how much more we can engage with the platform if we understood what was working and what wasn't. I love later and recur posts because it gives me clear analytics that I can then use to push out more content, maybe at specific times, specific days, or even the type of content that gets more engagement over others. I love that. I love Pinterest too. They also have their own analytics. Uh, They tell you uh, which ones have, which pins have the most engagement. And then thinking back, I can then think about what made it successful. I couple that with Google Analytics as well, which also gives me some insights into how many of my page views are from referrals and social websites. Think about your content calendar as well. Now, I understand that this might seem a little bit odd uh, when you think about fresh content and then having to plan that content, but really they do go hand in hand. Thinking about how to recycle your content, when to push content out, when it makes most sense, I think that's a huge stress reliever. And also it helps you to organize yourself a bit more. I know that I have tried in the past to go without any social media schedulers. And even though I was able to keep afloat, 
There was just so much more of an advantage when using schedulers than when just pushing out by myself. Uh, And some of those were that sometimes a platform might only allow you to use one link. And I was getting a ton of bounce rate with just using the one link because I would push out content that was specific to a blog post. But because there wasn't a unique link for that post and they had to go to my bio, it really increased my bounce rate because everybody was coming in through the main page. But people were bouncing out because there wasn't anything that was screaming at them with that specific image or specific caption on the website. And so my bounce rate actually went up. So I decided to get on a link in bio from later uh, that helps people navigate the website a lot more and that way they're, they find what they're looking for. I love Recur Post because it does recycle my evergreen content, which is great. I mean, for example, like when I write a blog post, I know it's there because I wrote it and I go back and I read it throughout the year so that I can make updates to it. I know that, but I know people don't put as much effort into my website as I do. And so I need to have something that recycles that evergreen content so that people consistently have access to all of this content and not just what is relevant for that week. Sometimes I do choose to just push out for that week, but those are individual weeks that I that I tend to do that or days. But most of the time, people are usually going and needing this um, kind of the same content uh, for different stages uh, that they're in. And so making sure that that content is being recycled is important for me and for people who follow the blog. Be mindful of your communication. You need to make room to actually celebrate your wins. You can host a video chat, send out some coupons, and then join in on an online dinner. Make room to laugh and be okay with sitting in discomfort when you have some losses, like when you get some negative uh, comments or an increase in refunds come in. Learn with your team about what works and how you can meet your deadlines, goals, and brand objectives. Well, some of the things that I've learned is with Pinterest right now, they have changed their stories or, or they have introduced stories Uh, I think they've had it for a couple of months now, so it's not all that new, but I've seen some experts or acclaimed Pinterest experts who just do not use the new features like story pins. I'm new to this, right? So a lot of the things are just like new altogether. So I'm just, I don't differentiate all that much between what has been on the platform for years and years versus what has been recently introduced because I have just joined the platform as a business. So with story pins, a lot of people won't know how to interact with the pin because there isn't a unique link. Now, this was super frustrating because people didn't know how to interact with that story pin. And even though I am within a month of being on the platform, I grew to about 77,000 monthly engagements. I did notice that a lot of people weren't really transferring to the website when I first started using those story pins. Before they were, right? Because every pin had a unique link, but story pins, they don't. So one of the things that I made a change to was the pins and how they kind of interact. So at the end, the change that I made was that I put like a little arrow saying like, like, follow, comment, (laughs) so that people know what to do, a call to action. Very, very small. Uh, It was even done with uh, animation so that it just kind of grabs your attention and your Hopefully it's not overload. So I'm still playing with this. I'll tell you what, you know, how it goes. But the main thing is communicating. Uh, Yes, you have your team. Yes, you have, you know, yourself, which, you know, you're reflecting on your work and, and seeing what happens. But there's also the end user and how they're interacting with the platform. 
You want to maximize the customer experience as much as possible. Make it easy for people to find you on social media, to interact with your content, and to make sure that that your content is reaching them. This could be based on the customer location, like adding a, a location to your post, Uh, using the analytics so that you understand more about your customer, being consistent with your social media strategy so that way you know what's working, what's not really working, and also using your calendar, your content calendar, so that you can maximize that customer experience. So how do we know that social media marketing can help meet our marketing goals? Right now, At least two-thirds of the internet users are on social media. Each platform has a unique set of activities to promote your brand and your content, such as using video, image, text, and many more. Missing out on social media means that you are missing out on building your own brand and devoted brand advocates that would lead to leads and sales. That's why creating engaging content Assessing your results and communicating with your team sets up your business for an excellent social media strategy. So the first part of this is having goals and objectives. So know what you want when you're going into social media. This might sound really intricate, but it doesn't have to be. So for example, for us, we're in the growth stage. And so really what we need to do is engage more and get more followers and make more interactions. More followers means that you have a better chance of being discovered. But as you know, that's not always the case with all the features that are being rolled out now. So even though more followers does mean more reach, right now what we are doing is we're experimenting with all of the newest features the ones that the algorithms are really pushing so that we can maximize that growth so you can use this really easy formula to help you grow on social media one choose a social media platform get used to it understand it you don't have to be an expert on it just understand the different features number two post regularly I'm leaving that really open because that's really up to you. If you have bandwidth for once a month, that's great. Once a week, that's great. Once a day, that's great. Uh, Or multiple times a day, that's great too. Really get to know the platform. Some platforms are more demanding than others and get to know what the audience is usually expecting on that platform, any trends that are going on as well. Engage with your audience within 24 hours. So if there are any likes, uh, any comments, any follows, make sure that you are interacting with your follower. I, or with whoever's interacting with you, I once had a, a question about story pins, actually. And I noticed that one lady had like she had a really interesting pin. And so I decided to ask her about it and she responded instantly. I now follow her. Now I get it. It's not always easy to follow up within 24 hours. Uh, That's the recommendation, but do what you can. And then support other creators by sharing, liking, and commenting on their pages and their content. At first and really always, be in a position of giving because then you'll get back. So some of the things that you might do is look up hashtags, look at competitors, look at people that are, you know, creators on your same scale and go over and share some love with them. Maybe like their content, uh, share it on your platform, DM them and tell them about, you know, how great or how you're enjoying their content make connections uh, on the platforms. One of the most important things that you should uh, look for while making your social media marketing plan is to notice your buyer's persona. In your mind, you need to piece together the persona of your customer. Ask yourself, who is my customer? Think about social and demographic, demographic factors such as location, age, gender, and personality factors like worries, concerns, and motivation. To do this, you could analyze a current set of customers that you have and try to identify these factors 
फ्रॉम योर करंट सेट ऑफ कस्टमर्स टू क्रिएट अ पोटेंशियल कस्टमर पर्सोना दैट यू कुड यूज एंड प्रॉली टारगेट विथ योर सोशल मीडिया मार्केटिंग स्ट्रैटेजी थिंक्स we have enough analytics now at blogging business owner where we're starting to get an idea of who our customers are or potential customers at least our community and i am so excited because i am noticing that our sphere of influence is growing more and more to a international scale so to our followers in india we see you and kashia has now also think about your products and services or services wherever you're at within your community and find the diversity in them so evaluate your product and think about if this is really of interest to your potential customers and if your market would be open to consuming those mar- uh, those products and services So make sure that you choose the right audience for whatever your target is for whatever you are trying to sell. Have an editorial calendar or an editorial plan which is to create a strategy that supports your campaign. This is a way that you can time and organize yourself or your your business so that you're releasing blog posts, uh social media posts, newsletters, everything that comes with your brand. so that you're releasing it at pace and it's something that it is predictable and identify your social channel a social channel can be facebook twitter pinterest or any of these social media platforms you don't need to necessarily start on all the social media platforms instead you need to think about where your actual audience is in addition to looking at the previous factors we mentioned such as age groups and other factors you can find influential vo- voices in your topic in your content in your niche and you can see which social networks uh, the people who are interested in this topics are actually present and you can use that particular channel to execute your social media marketing strategy yeah thank you for sharing so let's talk about some platforms this is not an exhaustive list these are just the most popular platforms that are used by blogging business owners and we're to, we wanted to put them on your radar so that you know about them and that you could also comment back and let us know what has been most successful for you and your niche as well so the first one is facebook and i know that there has been a recent exodus from facebook but facebook is is really a great place to do your marketing because it has so much information. Now, you can do a universal reach with your advertisement because they are so rich in data. You can find campaigns and you can even make your own campaigns. I love this about, you know, finding campaigns for products. Sometimes when I'm looking at, you know, just not products most like associated with volume business owner but maybe potential products or just a different venture, I look at Facebook because it is a great indicator of what people are interested in based on Facebook groups or just advertisements and campaigns that are going on on the platform. Now, the third reason you might want to look at Facebook is because you can target your advertisement. I know business owners who are attorneys and so they will usually practice within like their geographic area. And so for them it's really important to target people in that area versus doing like a international launch. Uh it just wouldn't work for their type of business and Facebook is a really good uh avenue for that. Now for people like us we're more of an international reach we don't really we're not really constrained by one geographical area and that works for us as well because then we're able to diversify and we're able to understand our community in a different way but still using the tools of facebook facebook really saw a big jump in their engagement when they introduced the lives and this is great if you are someone who wants to take part of lives that might be really great for your business and might speak to your branding and your voice for us we are faceless content creators and so live streaming wouldn't really work but i'm optimistic 
about the updates that Facebook is rumored to make uh, by adding a feature of audio to their platform. The next platform is Instagram and you might already be on it or might have been on it at one point. Maybe you're not on it still. Um, as you know, Instagram is part of Facebook, so very similar. You still have that reach of knowing a ton of data, uh, but Instagram is more of a visual platform. And back in, uh, and in 2021, Instagram boasted of over 1 billion users. That's what the B so that is a ton of users and a ton of reach that you can have on Instagram. Back in 2016, we saw the highest growth uh, of platforms with Instagram out of Twitter and Facebook. I know that study is a little old, but that was the most recent actually that I could find. And according to Pew studies, Instagram is, the demographics of Instagram are more female and are more about, you know, users who interact with that platform multiple times a day. So if you're an Instagram user, um, I know that's true for me, and maybe that's true for you, of interacting on the platform multiple times a day. The next very popular platform is Twitter. And Twitter is unique in that people are transparent on Twitter, and they will share their point of view uh, in a bold way. And so some people can say that it's very polarizing, like they love it or they hate it, or sometimes they just feel both ways about it. Uh, so it's it's really about how, you know, the, the confidence that you have in your business and the way that you interact uh, in on the platform. But Twitter, the the Twitter website, it does state that people on Twitter are open to new experiences and they will often buy new products and services that are like a little bit different because they are open to those uh, they are open to that so it's a great place for small businesses to get their start on um, at because people will be interested in what they have to sell. And 53% of Twitter users are more likely to buy a product for the first time. So it's a great market to step into. Of course, if if Twitter is not for you or you don't really like it, um, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to use it. Um, but it is a great avenue. I recently found that there was some news about Pinterest, about the story pens that I shared earlier about alt text and the unique link that I was so excited about. And I, the only platform I, I could really share that news was on Twitter because that was really the only connection that I could have to, to sharing that type of news of how excited I was. Not on Pinterest, not on Instagram, it was on Twitter. And so it really is a unique outlet. Pinterest is also a great way to drive traffic to your website. Pinterest has an audience of about 335 million uh, users. That number went up in 2020. Most of the users are women and you can make purchases on Pinterest. And what's known about Pinterest buyers is that they will often come back to the content again and again before making that purchase. However, it is the platform that people buy the most out of, usually spending about $500 in combined sales of clothing, shoes, and anything that's about like learning or new, new education um, on the platform. Now, I do want to talk about one last platform, which is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is mostly for professionals. So you get to share your experience uh, and t tips and tricks. There is short-term, um, short-form content on there. You can also do posts, just like you can do in-feed posts for other social medias. What I will say about LinkedIn is that it is a bit intimidating, right? Because it's very like professional. So it could be intimidating, but honestly, when I started using LinkedIn, which was 
the last platform that I tapped into, I gained the most followers in the shortest amount of time on that platform. Almost within 24 hours, I had 16 followers. And you know, my brand or my business is not really well known. It's only been around since January, but I mean, if you can count January, there was only one, there was only like, I think two blog posts in all of January and February combined. (laughs) So if you can count since then, then do so, right? But really, we've only been in business for about a month because we took that break. So I don't have a ton of content uh, and being a brand new business, it is difficult to get a following because there isn't tons of content out there. But in the last week or so, uh, and today is March 6th, I was able to grow that platform to 16 followers uh, within 24 hours. And I have not been able to do that in any other platform uh, in that amount of time. And so I feel like LinkedIn is really kind of like untouched territory. And it's really a place where you can go and explore and grow your business. Now that we have learned about social media platforms, let's discover how to market our content with social media platforms. There are many ways that you could promote your content on social media. Most websites allow for great flexibility in the type of content that you want to post. If you are a creative person, then social media marketing is the perfect place to think out of the box. That said, it can be overwhelming at some times. So we are going to share some uh, tried and tested ways or tried and tested ideas on how to get started with marketing your content with social media. You can get started by asking an influencer or even working with an influencer. So if you're a small business like us, uh, it will be hard to hire an influencer because we don't have a product or service. So it probably wouldn't be like at the growth stage. It probably wouldn't be something that we would be doing. But if you have a bigger business, then you can take advantage of new features like getting coupled with a influencer through Facebook and things like that if if you have that type of budget and if you have something that you want to promote. However, for people like us or small businesses that are in the growth stage like blogging business owner, connecting with influencers and asking them what has worked, how they're doing on the platform, and if that's too intimidating or you're finding that people aren't answering you because they don't know about you, you can also ask to do some type of like collaboration with them. So maybe what they can do is that they can come on and do an interview on your blog or your podcast about their experience on the platform and how they are using their strategy and what that is. And maybe when that blog post is published, you can ask them to share it on their social media. And that way it's cross promotion and it's really helping you and helping them as well. You could also hire a social media marketer. Social media marketers generally keep up to date with the new updates on social media platforms and the trends. As professionals, they can help boost your brand by setting a tone that you want to set with your audience and keeping your social media actually engaged with your audience. Generally, uh, as with all types of new hires, you want to be aware of the costs, time limits, and the actual agreements that you sign with them. To make the most of their service, you need to clearly state your goals and the objectives and listen for strategies that make sense for your brand. Yeah, I like that you added the clearly state your goals and listen for strategies. I love that because they they do know a ton, right? But you know, you have the vision for your business. And so putting those two minds or maybe multiple minds together may really help with your content strategy. And so being available to listen to strategies and also feeling open and being able to communicate what the brand voice is and changes that you want to see uh, is really important to your brand. So if you're, if you need that support, hire a social media marketer. Participate in content communities. With content communities, you can find 
people who are marketing the same type of content as you so they're better able to give feedback and also collaborate with you in sharing platforms and doing guest posts or whatever you decide to do. So it's a great way to link up with somebody else or with many other people to kind of make your community within the niche or topic that you have chosen. And the last way to market your content on social media, and again, this is not an exhaustive list, but it is some of the biggest ways that you can content your market. And it's a way to kind of help you start thinking about how you can diversify uh, that marketing mix is to put some money up front and to start promoting your content. I've done this in the past just to see what it was like. And I think it was maybe $3 a day, I believe with Instagram. And it really opened my eyes to what works on Instagram. So when I did it, I just, okay. So Instagram, if you've, if you've gone to the platform, when something is performing, they'll say something like, do you want to promote it? Right. Even if you have like, like, like at the time I I probably had like five posts. (laughs) And so it said, oh, this is doing so much better, like 90% or whatever better than all your other content. And it was like, oh, well, I mean, all the other ones were tests. So (laughs) I mean, yeah. Anyway, I decided to put some money just to understand what promoting was like. And I chose a stagnant picture and it was literally just a picture. There was no words on it. It was just a picture. I put some money into it and I didn't expect it to get any like, like a ton of traffic or anything. I just wanted to see what promoting was like. I put in my credit card information and I ran it for, I think, three days. So it was a total of about like $10 investment, right? It was just something I wanted to know more about. And once I raised my awareness to promoting, I started to look through other promotions that were on the platform and I started to notice a ton of things. Some of the things that I noticed were that they were all videos. I mean, at least when I did this, I'm just telling you about my findings and they don't always have to be videos, but this is what I found. Videos catch your eye and they are really fruitful in, in getting more people to kind of close that sale. Something else that I found was that it was very vibrant colors, very inviting. There was some type of movement to them. And so I kind of felt like, oh my goodness, like I really did discover something new, even though I, like I wasn't expecting mine to like have all this reach. Yes, it did have reach, but I wasn't selling anything. So I didn't really get anything out of it other than people seeing it, which I mean, was a good thing, but didn't really do tons for me. But at least I was kind of exposed to understanding the platform through a different lens, which I think was a learning experience for me. I've heard other people who do put more money into their campaigns. Uh, I think on Pinterest, I've heard no less than $500 and let it run for three to four months. So different platforms perform differently. I think once, uh, if you want to hear more about what performs in each platform and about how much money people are putting into this, please let us know and we can write about that and talk about that as well. Now, just to sum it all up, I just want to give my personal uh, thought process when I think about marketing my content on social media. So number one is I identify the day when the blog is going to be published. And this is really important for me because I get to then schedule everything the way that I need it to be. I want everything to be aligned with when I'm pushing it out. The main reason is because I don't want someone to be in hopes of finding content and then not finding it on the website and bouncing out. The bounce rate is really my biggest um, drive for this and also the user experience. Number two is look at the month and organize a color scheme. This sounds a little like (laughs) vague and I debated about either taking this out or putting this in, Uh, but 
I do think about that. I do think about the colors because it some colors do perform a little better, especially with the time of year. Identify holidays and trends. So at the time that we are recording this, I actually debated that today's March 6th. I debated um, on our launch date. Every Sunday, we launch a new episode and a new blog post. Uh, and so it's every week we are launching. And we usually do or we always do a live on YouTube where well, it's not a live. It's a premiere. It's a premiere of the podcast episode where we're interacting in the comment section. So please join us um, if you have time, 6.30 p.m. PST. However, I was debating this week because I know that Meghan Markle, Mer- Meghan Markle, uh, Harry and Oprah are going to be having a an interview on Sunday around the same time that we usually do the premiere. And so I was thinking we should probably move it to a Saturday <laughs> since, <laughs> since everybody's going to be watching that and we're probably going to be watching that too. <laughs> and so if it, if, if it's at the same time, that's really, I mean, of course we're going to prioritize you and our community. Uh, but we also understand, right? <laughs> Especially if it's other things like the Super Bowl, right? That's on Sunday. And so that could interfere with our Sunday launch. Anyways, there's all these things that we think about, right? The next one is think about topics for the month and organize them on the calendar. So you might have affiliate links that you want to push as your pillar content. And so you want to be mindful that People don't really like to have promotional uh, full episodes or full blog posts that are dedicated to that. So you're probably going to have like less engagement. Uh, So not putting too many of those like week after week uh, is really important. Uh, And keeping that momentum, like just overall, the overall momentum going. Uh, So making sure that you're kind of pairing that in a sequential way that makes sense. After that, then I write the blog post, kind of thinking about like when in the time frame it's going to land. I then, after it's edited and all that stuff, I print the blog post and I add a one inch margin on each side of the post. And I do that because I want to write notes and I write notes as to captions that are going to go with it, any edits that need to be done, any notes that we need to know uh, for the podcast. So one inch margins, uh, I recommend that. Or even half inch. I think I've now switched to half inch. So whatever you're more comfortable with. Then I make social media content, schedule it. And lastly, I engage with my audience and celebrate successes. I can't stress enough how important it is to celebrate successes. It's so important to celebrate every success because there is going to come a time when something bad is going to happen, right? Your shop crashes, you get a bad comment, there's bad reviews, the website is down, just Hopefully none of those things happen to you or us, uh, but something is going to happen, right? And people are going to notice and things going to happen. So you need all of those celebrations, like multiple celebrations in order to weather those growing pains that we will inevitably go through. So celebrate everything and, and yeah, be like public about what you're celebrating as well. So now to conclude... Uh, social media is everywhere these days you need to use it wisely and you will find that social media can be an indispensable tool in your marketing arsenal content marketing on social media can help you grow your audience but remember to stay consistent and remain relevant with your brand subscribe to us on your favorite platform 
Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. Find the show notes at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. And join us every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. PST for the premiere of the next episode on bloggingbusinessowner.com slash YouTube. It's been a pleasure sharing time with you, and I'm so thankful for your time. I'm your co-host, Anna, signing out. And I'm your co-host, Chaitanya. Thanks for joining in today and hope you have an awesome day. So, as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.